Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, welcome to Lovecast, the boys love podcast where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host Pixie and with me are my co-hosts Alexa and Kayla. Hey. And we have a guest with us today. We have the TikToker, content creator, what the mong, also known as Paris with us. Hi everybody. (laughs) This is so exciting. Like if you're listening on podcasting platforms you probably don't see us so <laughs> but if you're on youtube you can probably know her from from tiktok you're mm. all over the place <laughs> and it's so fun to watch your tiktok so if someone hasn't watched you they should <laughs> yes agreed <laughs> yeah it's really funny like me personally i can tell how long they've been following me based on the comments that they make mm-hmm. so it's kind of oh. like ah oh, you're a new follower <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what I do here. <laughs> we just got in the TikTok game like a week ago. So I have so- seen some strong opinions and I approve. Yes. We love, yes. We love we strong opinions no here. <laughs> I am completely the same. And I'm just, I saw you were probably talking, you didn't say what you were talking about, but I guess you're talking about the fans of Why Are You Actor who went to jail Oh, when oh, he got arrested. Yes. 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 Because his fans are still supporting him, saying that it's the girlfriend's fault. That was completely insane. Like, I swear when the news released, he was at like 18,000 followers. And then mm-hmm. by the end... And then it went up. He was hitting 40,000. It's insane. And, you know, like Instagram is a little bit more... It's not as bad versus yeah. like... Facebook. I feel like Facebook mm. Yale fans are another mm. another level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to stay away from base on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that my I would just get a little too angry. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a couple of comments and a couple of like news articles and underneath it, and I was just kind of like, yep, this is not it. it. Like, not it at all. And so yeah. for me, I always like to because I was, I'm so thankful to have such a big platform that I'm mm-hmm. like, you have to address this because yeah. it's really ridiculous. And 
it's kind of like it's 2021 we have to yeah. do better yeah but at the same time it's kind of like well, there's progress and then we we take a yeah. few steps back, back like, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we didn't yeah. talk a lot about it but we put out a short on youtube just explaining the facts and telling people to not go digging for gossip about this because mm -hmm. this is not something you should be gossiping about and yeah. i mean if you're curious just Go on our YouTube and check out the short and you'll know what's going on. But I mean, don't, why would you follow him? Oof. Oof. It, it's <laughs> literally the pretty privilege. It really mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, which, which is why Morbid in my TikTok, curiosity. Yeah, which is mm -hmm. why in my TikTok, I didn't want to say any names, mm -hmm. didn't want to say any Instagram handles, wasn't tagging nothing. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of like, if you know, you know about it. If you yeah. don't know about don't it, then send you any know. other attention. Yeah. yeah. Fine yeah. with just yeah. knowing that it's not acceptable for fans to act like this. Same. But that's yeah. that's basically where I kept it. And yeah. no names were thrown out in there. So I'm like, mm -hmm. thank you to all the followers who were as well, like, kept the names away. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to, like, just showcase that, yeah, we don't need to talk in detail about everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I can understand people being curious, but once you know what's up, just leave it. You don't need anything more. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's It's a pretty cut case like yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> we're gonna do some tea time <laughs> and the first up is something i kind of had an issue with that we didn't talk about earlier mm, but yeah there's a fan supper that created a patreon for people to watch her um subs and she has like over 400 people on that patreon and charges five euros per person so she earns two thousand euros a month and that's fine and that's completely fine if if it was just that she's subbing shows that don't get english subs if you know what i mean mm -hmm. i can kind of see that being sort of okay if it's a show that we haven't gotten official english subs for and all that but she's also doing it with shows that you can easily get English subs for. And I am surprised that no one is saying anything. How can this be okay? 400 people are on that Patreon. Yeah, I, like, when you first brought this up, I was under the impression that they were just subbing content that international audiences don't have access to because there are a lot of like smaller time things that we know will probably never get subtitles or that are blocked behind walls that we really can't access with things even with things like a VPN so mm -hmm. I was like in that case yeah I mean I think that's fine because we're never going to see that stuff anyway so you know those are the cases that we appreciate people subbing that kind of content and you know, she put the time and work into subbing it. So if she wanted to charge people for that and they wanted to pay for it, then that's on them. But then, you know, I went to the Patreon and saw stuff like Together and Tarn Type and shows that are currently airing that are also being subbed and being charged for. And I'm like, that stuff is available on the internet, mm -hmm. either for free, like a lot of that stuff is on YouTube, like for, for free, free, completely for everyone. Or 
yeah, some of it might be behind a VIP paywall or you might need a VPN. But, but you're paying her. Why don't you just yeah, pay for the just VPN pay for the or VIP. <laughs> So it's just kind of like at that point, you are taking away from a legal source that is available for international fans. And that's like where I draw the line on it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look at it from the angle of a lot of shows will only, well, they'll gauge the success of the show by how many like views, views, for example, online mm-hmm. TV that it gets. Mm-hmm. And then might base those views off of like, if they're going to do a season two or something else with that series. So it really hurts the series from that standpoint, if you're a fan of it, like I, I don't know, like if I was able to watch a show and it was accessible and I love that show, I'd want mm-hmm. to officially support right. exactly. it and not go through like this weird random means that I don't even need to pay for because it's mm-hmm. already free. Mm-hmm. My mind is really going towards like, what's the legality of this? Yeah, yeah right. It, it's like, not legal at all. Copyright is very much a thing. Like I'm a YouTube reactor as well. And mm-hmm. For GMM, for us to react with GMM, we have to go through hoops, hoops and hoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turn type season two, the screen was only allowed to be a certain resolution on your screen. Like, there's a lot of legality that comes into mm-hmm. into that. And like, when you're doing on Patreon, you're basically saying that this work is your work, mm-hmm. and you're basically and paying for stealing, like pay for this. You're yeah. stealing work. Like, yes, yeah. you're doing the translations, but you're stealing the shows that yep. you're translating. That's honestly where my mind goes. I don't know. Like, I don't have Patreon, so I'm not quite sure, like, the firewalls and everything behind that as to, Mm -hmm. like, having the whole thing. I know that Patreon will basically, if she does ever get sued, Patreon's going to pull the whole, well, she signed a waiver, claiming that it's her own work, so therefore, you can't sue us. Not on Patreon, right. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't sit right with me at all. Whether, like, I'm a huge advocate for legal sites and Supporting. for you know, like, yeah, same. You know, actual views. I always tell people all the time, like, you know, like as an international fan, like they provide links and everything, yeah. especially on Line yeah. TV for you to access. Mm-hmm. And if, exactly. you live in the, if you live in the States, Line TV app is now available for you in mm-hmm. the States. Mm-hmm. YouTube is free across all platforms in right. the majority of all countries have YouTube and they don't normally, they don't like block it countrywide heard those videos too there's only a couple of companies that i can mm-hmm. think of in thailand that have very like thailand based and they only yeah. cater to their thailand fans i understand mm-hmm. that but right like, i heard a profit off of this and off of people's vulnerability and like curiosity of wanting to watch something just yeah. really does not sit right with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah and i mean the hypocrisy as well because she she's been heard to complain that people like the reason she started the patreon was because people were putting her fan subs on drama cool i was just thinking that too and i was just kind of like that's like, what you're doing <laughs> complaining about pirating when you're literally pirating <laughs> shows. Literally. i mean yeah. Yeah. The double standard is real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it would be a completely different conversation if she was soft subbing things. Right. Mm-hmm. And just providing like the SRT file or something like that. Yeah. SRT or just a document where you have all the lines in it. Like mm-hmm. that's what we did back in the day with like <laughs> anime and stuff. Yeah. I'm always okay. reading a lot. <laughs> people don't understand the struggle of us like old people. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> So that would be a completely different conversation, but how she's doing it, it's, oh, I so want to contact Patreon and just, 
let them know what the fuck is going on. Because mm-hmm. it's and illegal. Like, <laughs> we appreciate our, we appreciate all translators, whether they're mm-hmm. fan translators, whether mm-hmm. they actually work for the company. We appreciate yeah. all of them because we yeah. know it's hard work. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then it's also kind of like she's taking jobs away from people as well who do this for a living and it's right. a livelihood mm-hmm. kind of a deal like there's a reason why a majority of bls these days are sub they have their own Already. yeah they have a team that works and does like, that as part of their job right and not only that too like i remember i was listening to one of your podcasts and you were talking about translating and how like thailand the Thai language is just so hard to translate in general yeah. because mm-hmm. a lot of people get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. And like, if you don't really understand that and you translate something incorrectly, right. like it could cause an issue as well. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, there's a lot like that too. That again. Yeah. I mean, if she just contacted the, the series that she's fan subbing, the ones that don't already have a sub, mm-hmm. they would probably allow her to, put those subs directly on their stuff agreed mm-hmm. so why is she doing this because she, she wants, wants the money for mm-hmm. herself yeah and i get she wants to be paid for doing something like this but you cannot pirate the way you're doing and expect everyone to be okay with it and yeah i mean what you could do is just don't that's up then <laughs> i mean if you can't handle doing it for free then don't do it <laughs> i'm sure many companies are hiring translators yeah yeah i'm sure many like yeah. i am sure especially if it's in a language that like because like she's european she's mm-hmm. from europe so i'm like whether it's like dutch german something that yeah. you know, right like, translations don't have i'm yeah. sure they'll be like hey we do have it's high numbers in europe it would mm-hmm. be amazing for us to reach a europe fan base mm-hmm. yeah. like that's even more money in her hands. Yeah, for, right. Yeah, to her pirating. Legally. Yeah. Like her 2,000 euros, you know, she, when she, if she does it legally and through a company, like they could be paying her more than that, honestly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of, again, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sit right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sit right with me at all. But yeah, like the only thing we could do is report it to Patreon. Other than that, there's not much or report it to the shows involved, but it's behind the paywall yeah, so i think it I'm, being behind the paywall creates a barrier because yeah. you have to pay to actually see the chip yeah. the shows themselves aside from the people uploading them like on drama cool so yeah you know I'm, it's I'm hard to go in and check and see to, yeah, <laughs> see what they are yeah. i already can watch yeah like the legal fees behind it they're kind of like you know especially with like big companies like gmm you know mm-hmm. they're kind of really going to be like it's two thousand euros they make they're a yeah. multi-million dollar company right. yeah like is it really worth the legal fees to get yeah. one pirator off the internet mm-hmm. when there's a hundred other ones more yeah um, yeah yeah and also True. she's upset about it she should have been shush about her her piracy yeah so but if someone is using her services i would encourage you not to especially when the shows are free yeah there's plenty that are free yes like if you for time type season two i sent people links yeah like literally dm them links and i was like these are the links for episode one i posted them on my youtube community i posted Mm -hmm. them on like my instagram Mm post like I will personally send you links if you really need links. I will find them for you. Yeah, like, yeah. I will do that. I really yeah. would. Yeah. 
I and I mean, I... if you have trouble finding links, there's always someone on my drama list that's posted like a message, thread. not like, in yeah, the comment section, yeah, but like, um, like th- a thread. A thread, yeah. With and the there's accounts on Twitter. <laughs> there's plenty of BL update accounts on Twitter that put out official links for all the airing shows as they air and stuff like that. So. Yeah. There's plenty of places you can find the official links. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like in this day and age as a BL fan, like it's not hard to find them for no. most shows. No, I think there's all. a website actually that if you go on it, it tells you like it shows you the schedule mm-hmm. of when they're airing. It also provides the links for you as well. And even mm-hmm. for like currently airing as well as like past, past airing, shows. Like, past yeah. shows too. There's yeah. a huge like it's a it's a huge database that they have. And okay. Yeah, so I'm not quite, yeah. I, don't re- I don't remember the website, but I know there is a website. Out there I'll we'll try to find it and we can put it in the links down below. So yeah. if people are curious, they can go there. Awesome. Okay, so next story. China bans effeminate men. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, China. <laughs> I, so I read that news article and I scrolled screenshot scrolled screenshot scrolled screenshot and then I was like wait a minute I can just send the link why am I screenshotting (laughs) so I can like talk about it Mm -hmm. I have a really close group of friends too where we have really good discussions and Mm. since we're all from different parts of the world we all have different perspectives on it and it's one of those things where it's frustrating Mm -hmm. yeah but at the same time it's also kind of like you can't really do much about it because it's Mm -hmm. China, you know? And it's one of those frustrating things where you're like, it's not right. Mm -hmm. But like, like what can we really do about it as a national fan base sort of thing? But even as like citizens of China, like what can they really do? That doesn't put their life at risk and at at stake about it. Yeah. We can keep people updated on what's happening but there's nothing really to do about it i mean i wouldn't want people in china to risk themselves to try and change something that's not they're gonna disappear right mm-hmm. it's it's not that easy so yeah but i i like that the taiwan ministry of health and welfare went on twitter and like said that what did he say and there is no such thing as a boy has as a boy has to be like this, girls should be like that. Please love yourself. We love you. Mm. So Taiwan is really like pushing down on that LGBTQ plus, um, yeah, support. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we should mention that this is like just one thing and a list of mm. things they're trying to do specifically to increase the birth rate. Um, because their, their generation is getting older and right. uh, like we were having a discussion about this in my discord and the way it was explained to me is that they like really I guess the government is seeing that young people are spending a lot of money on celebrities mm. like actors and like c-pop singers and stuff and they want to kind of like get rid of <laughs> get rid of them so that they won't spend money on them and Focus will instead on, like, put having that money families. towards yeah like having families and like getting good jobs or something so it's like all of these different things it's not just effeminate men yeah. that they're trying yeah. to yeah yeah it's like they a whole have bunch of stuff with, like yeah like no video games limiting after, like a certain time mm-hmm. 
and all and, that. And this, so, this also yeah. isn't like a, it's not a new thing that's ha- that's been happening in China. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to pass this and regulate this for years, but mm-hmm. like, you know, like it's, it pops up once in a while mm-hmm. in the news outlets, mm-hmm. but like they've been trying to regulate this for the past, like what, two, three, four, five years yeah. now. And honestly, when I read it, I literally went, that's their entire music industry. Like, yeah, literally their entire music industry. And, you know, especially this day and age with technology and such, it's just kind of like, you know, the international fan base is a pretty important fan base for Mm -hmm. you to reach out to. And again, like, it's one of those things where you're just like frustrated, but you really know you can't do anything because again, it's China, (laughs) unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, we can watch it play out and Cause like we were also talking about how the video game limitation will impact like the esports industry, which is like mm. they have the biggest esports industry in the world, and yeah. that's like a huge chunk of their economy as well. So mm. I don't know. Like you said, all we could really do is see how it plays out and keep following the updates that come. But yeah, it is frustrating to watch knowing that mm. there's nothing really we can do from the outside, you know, that can change what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know what this feels like? It feels like there's a bunch of old men trying to figure out a problem and having no self-awareness of the culture or how the world works anymore. Oh, kind of like the so US now? I was like, I look like in America right now, honestly. Yeah. Not me sounds, projecting sounds my dad right. and... <laughs> Daddy issues. Mm-hmm. That's honestly every like person of color parent, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so bad that we're so used to it that yeah. we just yeah, if that's how yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, like my dad is a very authoritative person since he's owned a business for a very long time. He has trouble right. giving away the business to me who is running it right now. So I kinda see the whole situation in China kind of like he treats me mm. not just like in the if you see feeling of it not the severity of it okay <laughs> not saying that just it feels to me that there's a lot of old men trying to solve a problem and they don't know how to do it yeah sort yeah. of like <laughs> in Japan right now too there's like a really booming like old generation and they have no idea what they're doing and how to keep things going well yeah because kind of like what Paris said and I think it's the same issue in a lot of countries baby boomers are getting old that generation Mm -hmm. is going to start dying out soon and the younger generation is not focusing on having children as much this is why we're seeing things like the anti-abortion law that was just passed in Texas and Mm -hmm. all these kind of things to relegate people basically into the old family archetype that the baby boomers were following. And they're kind of scrambling to try and bring that kind of stuff back before they die Mm -hmm. out is how I'm seeing it. I kind of find it like the older generations have been pushing us younger ones to work work like we're lazy we get told all the time we don't work hard enough and now suddenly when we're like, in oh, this shit, mode of working instead. hard and not having families oh no you should stop have a family it's time to have kids now <laughs> yeah one of those things where the youth is adapting and changing so quickly mm-hmm. and the world is adapting and changing so quickly that like our government policies and 
and mm-hmm. items and, and people who are in higher positions with, mm-hmm. you know, power like that, they, they can't adapt fast enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They don't it. So they're trying yeah. to stop the adapt adaptation from happening basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those things where we have to adapt or we die. So it's kind of yeah. like, that's yeah. the route yeah. the world is on right now. So <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Going for that fun topic. <laughs> so we thought we would talk a little bit about Kim Porsche mm, yes. and the new trailer. I'm going to be honest. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm very sorry if okay for you guys listening like I don't have a problem with people liking it I understand why people like it just for me it's not a style I like and Mm -hmm. I had such a high hopes for the first one it really like resonated with me the whole aesthetic of it like the comedic parts of it just everything just really resonated with me and my likes that all the changes now being made just it just doesn't compute (laughs) i just can't get into it when you put out a 10 minute freaking trailer (laughs) yeah Yeah. cinematic masterpiece (laughs) it's really hard to go from that to like a normal trailer yeah literally that their trailer was it could be a short film you know their trailer trailer was a freaking short film yeah and the reason why it was so amazing was because they were like we need to pour money into this Mm -hmm. yes and then you know they did do that and the issues came Mm -hmm. with it unfortunately Mm -hmm. and so that's the reason why they were they are where they are now so I feel like it's just because the first trailer that came out was just honestly so friggin' amazing. Yeah. And like there was a little bit of everything in there. Mm-hmm. And then now because they don't have those that kind of funding mm-hmm. anymore and all of that. And especially with everything that's been happening, right. it's really much of a kind of like, okay, we down. Go back down to, yeah. like, to like a normal level. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I really, I really liked it just because like it's one of those things where I've been waiting for mm-hmm. something not school romance really I just you know yeah. needed something new I get that yeah because like you can only watch so many college BLs you know mm-hmm. it's like so I'm honestly just kind of sitting here and I'm like well I already know that I shouldn't push my expectations up high which I haven't because mm-hmm. I always have really high expectations and then <laughs> Um, but like I basically you know when all the news was breaking out that you know there was a possible cancellation Mm -hmm. and such like that I was really kind of just like bringing it down a notch and then when they were bringing up the whole like oh new trailer is going to be released I was trying to just be like okay let's just take it as it is Mm -hmm. at least it's not another college BL I'll give it that (laughs) and uh, I'm not going to be as harsh on it as I initially was planning on being as harsh Mm -hmm. on it Mm Yeah, I have to say, I do like the kind of like artsy, dark art house type of aesthetic. So I think under normal circumstances, I would have been really intrigued by the trailers that they've been putting out. But I think that the whole situation that's gone down so far has just left such a sour taste in my mouth that seeing the stuff that's come out about it like I'm still gonna follow the teasers and trailers that come out I'm definitely willing to give it a shot but I think my initial excitement levels have just like taken like kind of a dive and Mm -hmm. I don't know I just think 
it's hard because I don't know what would have been the best way to handle the situation that I mm-hmm. went that they went through, but I feel like the way they handled it, leaving it on the actors to announce leaving and continuing with the project and mm-hmm. not really ever giving any official word of what was going on. I don't know, just the whole scrambling that everyone's been going through for weeks and weeks trying to figure out what the heck was going on with Kim Porsche has just kind of left such a weird feeling for me that I can't feel as excited about it as I used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't have mattered what kind of style of trailer they'd put out because people were in it for, I feel like, the actors, mm-hmm. mostly. So if you're kicking out everyone that everyone was excited about, then it's like, you could put out the most beautiful trailer ever. And I did, honestly, I think I like the new trailer more because mm. I do like the artsy kind of like indie A24 film. Yeah. Style. But <laughs> and Kayla are similar in that way. <laughs> it's just like, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah. And my expectations, like you said, I'm, I have them lowered now because yep. I know that the same people aren't in charge of it and running mm. it. So I'm like, well, how good is this really going to be? Because having a nice trailer is one thing, but you have to deliver on the mm-hmm. series itself. Yeah. And also with that too, it kind of reminds me of GMM and their A Thousand Stars, Tale of a Thousand Stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Teased the poster and the teaser two years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Initially, like, yeah. Yes, 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 right? <laughs> and then it never came. And yeah. we were like, mm-hmm. what is happening? And then they changed Chief Poopa's career. And we were like, what is this? And then they changed the title. And we again were like, what What is is happening? It's kind of like that, where they feed you something and you're ready for it. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, by the way, it's not this. It's actually going to be this. And then it's going to be, and you're just kind of like, what is happening here? Yeah. I really enjoyed A Tale of a Thousand Stars. I'm still going to call it A Tale of a Thousand Stars. Like, Mm. bite me if you don't don't like it, whatever. (laughs) I'm never going to call it A Thousand Stars. (laughs) You know, and it's, and it's just kind of like, you know, those things like that, where it's just like, you had such an expectation for it. And then as like, things keep changing, Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like, it doesn't have that original, like that original feeling out there. It'd be like, it's going to be this. And then they kind of, keep changing it to something else you're just yeah like, yeah and I think Filmania spent so much time promoting the cast having them do IG mm-hmm. takeovers having them do reaction videos to the trailers you know putting out TikToks with all the pairings that the fact that so Fandom many of that original movies. cast is no longer part of the production yeah like that was the main thing that Filmania was promoting about the series and that's probably because COVID and they couldn't really film anything else besides Mm. things like social media takeovers and TikToks, but they did put a lot of time and effort into promoting all 15 of those people as a cast of one whole cast. And now they're gone. A good number of them are no longer with the production formally. Yeah. And I mean, some of them still, the cast was really well rounded. It was Mm -hmm. a really good cast. They yeah, fit they together so well. And now Perth is gone. Gameplay is gone. I did not see that one coming. I did not yeah. think any of the main ones were gonna disappear. But yeah, it's just the way the situation has been handled just it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. I mean, when 
this started happening when Filmania started disappearing. Mm-hmm. They, the new company, already knew what they were going to do. Filmania already knew what was going to happen. So someone could have given some sort of information and not let the actors deal with everything. Mm-hmm. So it just, it feels a little rotten from the new company to not stand by the actors more and even like Perth and Gameplay and everyone had to tell people themselves that they weren't in it anymore. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Yeah, like I with saw... With no support. Toto, he was mm. a side character yeah. in My Engineer. Yes. He also mm. announced too. And I was like, what the heck? Mm. You know, yeah. kind of a deal. Because like, you know, they're, they're new actors and yeah. this was a big production and it could yeah. be yeah. and just more exposure out there. And like, you know, since they weren't leads in the series that they were in, like mm. this was a really good, you know, kind opportunity. of opportunity in, in yeah. the you know main space here. And like, it's just really saddening to see mm. like, the changes like that happen especially if you want to see an actor like grow and have yeah. more versatility like they unfortunately aren't able to do that anymore like for Perth mm-hmm. I was really excited to see him in a mafia so drama I was because you know? he he in person he's such a bubbly like yeah <laughs> and Little I was like sunshine. I am ready to see him be like snaky and yeah lie. and you know I was ready for that mm-hmm. and like, we're not gonna get it anymore no like, which is sad yeah but yeah time will tell all mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah like I'm still gonna give the show a shot like I always do but yeah, yeah I um I don't approve of everything and how they handle everything yeah so I'm just happy that I got my money back for my merch <laughs> the photos that they put out though 
I really like the photos though that they have been posting at Beyond Glow. It's really nice aesthetically. Like I really enjoy the aesthetic, honestly. Yeah. So like I the mean, photo if- of Apo lighting the cigarette with I was just like, Lord Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> that no, is he a man. Just live in that white, like beater Listen, for the rest like- of his life. I'm fine with him just wearing that forever. <laughs> I will never advocate for smoking, like fuck mm-hmm. that. But some people just look so good and I'm like this is not okay <laughs> this is not it should they should not look good doing something so bad <laughs> you know as a former smoker every time I see someone smoking I just think about the smell and it turns me completely oh, off so bad. yeah <laughs> that's my clue to not get close to smoking anymore <laughs> yeah any other thoughts about Kim Porsche <laughs> I do enjoy that they're posting a bunch of like behind the scenes stuff Mm. right now and such like that. But at the same Mm. time, I'm also kind of like the prior company fed us so much before like the actual series came out where Mm. I feel kind of like they should be hiding other cards. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They showed us other cards last time. And And look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like I, while I enjoy the behind the scenes and like the little extra shots and such like that, I'm also kind of like, like save that for the special edition and save that for Mm -hmm. like, you know, the box set, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I guess it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it is because they're trying to get, probably more sponsors on so they can show numbers on how people are reacting and stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll see how it turns out (laughs) (laughs) i'm a huge fan of oppo so honestly i was Mm. like okay how do i become like a millionaire so that (laughs) happen so i can see oppo in a series (laughs) because that man is literally like i always joke around like no boyfriend level husband like you know fiance level husband mm. level and like like they kind of go up the ranks based on like how they are as a person yeah and I remember Apple posted an Instagram story and he was listening to an American politics podcast and I was like mm. like, like the man that you <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> them as a person so like I legit was like if Ken Porsche gets canceled how do I get rich so that- how do I hire Apple <laughs> 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 yeah i i agree oppo is amazing i've seen some interviews he's done and stuff like well i like his candidness mm-hmm. without being too f- forward yeah yeah he speaks very eloquently yeah he mm-hmm. does he does and, yeah he just has a very good like stage presence and a charisma mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. that you're just kind of like yes i agree you know <laughs> Whatever you're saying, I agree. So, you know, Apo, if you ever watch this podcast and want to come be a guest sometime, you know, just hit us up. Please invite we'll me welcome you on. <laughs> Paris, Paris can also come co-host with us that episode please, conveniently. Please. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> so I'm a little curious. How did you end up becoming like a BL content creator? This is a really funny story. (laughs) (laughs) So one day my friend sent me an Instagram photo and she's like, this man is so fine, Paris. And I was like, oh, like I like looking, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Instagram, like, like, you know, I opened it up. She sent me Taitawan and I was Mm. like, he's very attractive. And I'm like, follow. (laughs) 
when you follow like a new person on Instagram, they pop up on your feed a lot. Yeah, the top of your feed. Yeah. yeah. With that too. It was right when they were doing promotions. They were starting to do promotions for Dark Blue Kiss. Mm. So like, and because mm. they're Thai actors, they post like every day. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? and so I followed him because of that. And then maybe like a month or two goes by and like, I, you know, keeps liking his post. So the algorithm is like, she like seeing this person. We're going to keep I see he posted a trailer of Dark Blue yeah. Kiss and I was like, oh, he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so unlike me because like I'm such a nosy person that like if I see something or someone that I like I'm like I want to know everything about you yeah mm-hmm. and then I didn't like do that I was just kind of like he's good to look at he's a good like refreshing <laughs> on my feet you know and so when I saw the trailer I was like "Ooh, he's an actor gotta see what's going on and I click it and then I went oh it's a it's a tylacorn it's a series yeah I went oh my god it's a gay series and I, was, <laughs> I, I was like what is going on here you know and my interest was peaked and I was like what is what is this at that time I was actually on tumblr I was a mm. drama uh like series like blogger I would basically do like reviews on tumblr and such like that right and so I saw the trailer piqued my interest I hopped on to tumblr and I wrote down hey just randomly found this really curious like where should I start mm. tell me where to start tell me what I should avoid please and I like I, I was like I will compile a list of everything that you guys tell me to watch and that post that I did like blew up I think as of right now it has like 7,000 notes on tumblr oh, wow yeah, and wow. like a bunch of people were commenting they're like oh my god and then they're like you should watch this and this and this and avoid this and this and this and I was like <laughs> There's a whole community. <laughs> like, I never knew. And, like, I grew up watching, like, Asian series. Like, I don't mm. know I've been mm-hmm. watching them. But, like, I've never watched a lot of, like, I've watched LGBTQ plus, like, films and such. But yeah. I've never, I never knew that Asia had a market like this. Yeah. Mm, right. And so I was like, oh, my God, there's so much. And so, basically, I was like, you know, I was given the list and then Dark Blue Kiss aired. And so I was watching Dark Blue Kiss. And then because I'm a very impatient person and I can't handle weekly releases, I was like, <laughs> I need something to go the time. Right. <laughs> because at that time, you know, new GMM fans these days don't understand our struggle mm-hmm. of when the series mm-hmm. releases on a Friday and the subs don't appear. Don't come out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you watch it twice because you're like you want to see what's happening so you don't see spoilers, <laughs> well, you have no idea what they're saying you know yeah you watch it sunday again when those subs, when the subs are out yep yeah. so like just, just during that time i was kind of like trying to fill the void of like what do i do what do i watch because like i was really interested and i was like kind of like holy crap there, there was a lot of response and there's a lot of people and i'm like this is a thing and i never knew it was a thing and i was like what is going on here you know and so i basically like googled history and I'm like okay we're still from the very beginning so mm-hmm. I watched Dark Blue Kiss like for the first like two episodes and then I went like history diving and then I was like oh lovesick you know mm. and so wonderfully at that time Netflix put lovesick and sodas and etc on Netflix nice. so I was right. like easily accessible <laughs> so I watched lovesick and then at the same time I was like oh my god there's there's other countries and I'm like, Taiwan? Japan? <laughs> Again, it was all new to me. And yeah. so then I watched, you know, the history series, History mm-hmm. One. All mm-hmm. And then, you know, basically I kind of did that. And then I remember it was episode four of Dark Blue Kiss. 
I was watching it on YouTube and then I saw a little thumbnail of two men and I was like what is what's this I'm like you know click and it was Mew Golf. Uh, <laughs> and so and then, it begins. And I was like oh you know there's another one airy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I po- again pop up on Tumblr and I'm like trying to like read people's reviews and etc on turn type and they were you know the first couple of episodes of turn type were very not it mm-hmm. you know, so I was reading a lot of mixed reviews I was reading yeah. a lot of people were like I dropped it I, loved, I was reading and people other people were kind of like we're going to wait to see how it develops kind of a right. deal so I'm like well I have time to sleep time to waste time to spare yeah. I don't sleep anyway so I'm like mm-hmm. we'll watch it and so then I started it and then I basically binged up to the four the fourth episode and I'm like okay I'm really kind of glad that I didn't watch it when it was airing like right mm. away and I wouldn't be influenced by everybody else's yeah, opinion. Same. Right. And then um that's basically how like the whole BL jump in started. Mm-hmm. And then my poor Korean drama, Chinese drama vlog <laughs> like a mu golf history. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Like literally like their entire timeline together is like it's, that's just that's just my Tumblr now and I often forget that I have Tumblr but like it's basically now just a photo dump. Like whenever I find really cute photos of music that I like, I just throw mm-hmm. it on my Tumblr. So that way I'd be right. like, I know where to come find it. <laughs> yeah. But that's basically how it like happened. And I was I was then able to like find out that a couple of my like friends and acquaintances, they also like watched BL too. And mm-hmm. I was like, nice. And so I was able to like, you know, send links with them. Like, did you get the mm-hmm. links for episode four of Turn? <laughs> I did. And she'll send us the link and things like that. And then I also met one of my really great, uh, great friends now, sweetie. She was one of the ones who gave me like a huge list of BL. And mm, right. I, I'm really hesitant on like contacting people on the internet. I'm mm-hmm. really like, shy about it, which is really awkward because I'm not like that in person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like she took the initiative and she messaged me and she's like, oh yeah, if you want to watch this. And so like I formed a really great relationship and like mm-hmm. friendship with her as well. And like, I just kind of, dived in had like you know feet first not really thinking much of it and then now Mm -hmm. like two years later I'm kind of like I have no idea you are (laughs) but here (laughs) now it's taken over everything (laughs) same (laughs) and so that's how I got into BL and then for TikTok of course COVID you know Mm. I was stuck on quarantine for two weeks Mm -hmm. I was gonna go crazy TikTok was starting to like kind of bloom up I had a TikTok but I didn't post anything on it I thought it was kind of like another musically where people just uploaded Mm -hmm. cringy videos of them lip syncing with cool transitions (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh (laughs) and then I was like going through the feed and I saw I saw a TikTok video and they were talking about BL and I was Mm. like wait a minute you post (laughs) these things on here (laughs) and I was like huh so this creator um Jeffrey he was kind of like the very first person on TikTok in general Mm -hmm. about BL like when he was posting items on BL like the hashtag the views for it was literally just like in the hundreds very very minimal kind of a deal and so I saw his video and I went oh interesting and so I'm like we can do this now and so what is it? My very first TikTok that I posted was me screaming about, <laughs> it was 
was me screaming about the Kiss and Why Are You, <laughs> Jimmy and Tommy. Uh, yeah. And uh, it took me out because, like, they zoomed in and that tongue popped out. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. And also, I was, like, screaming. <laughs> my very first, like, BL TikTok. And yeah. I was, like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, that's I remember. kind of where like the TikTok thing started off. So like we were there from you know the very beginning of 2020 when like BL wasn't really a big thing on TikTok, and now there's like millions and billions of views now. So yeah. it's really, like the community has grown a lot over there. Mm-hmm. And then because I was on TikTok, again another wonderful person reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey, we'll love to collab with you." And I'm like oh my god I think I know this person because like when I'm you know on YouTube watching BLs I see like their their reaction videos sometimes Mm -hmm. and it was Alex Mm -hmm. Alex. yes I was gonna say I think I've seen you in some of his videos before (laughs) he reaches out and he's like oh I'd love to collab with you and he was like where are you from and then I tell him and he's like shut up and I'm like what and he's like I am also from there and I was like what (laughs) <laughs> you know so he lived like 45 minutes away from me and he oh, was so crazy cool. have to come now we have to meet up and so I, I made a couple of appearances on like you know his a couple of YouTube reactions with him I think our my our most known one is my engineer reaction <laughs> that's where because when we had Perth on when we were gonna have Perth on I went and watched all of my engineer earlier this year uh-huh. and of course I was watching videos because I wanted to see like I like watching reaction videos for BL every once in a while and I wanted to see everyone's reactions for Ram King and I remember like watching your guys's my engineer reactions on Alex's channel and I just like put that together I was like wait I think this is Paris who we are talking to on the podcast this weekend yeah like if you go in the comments they'll be like you're the TikToker (laughs) your face somewhere before and I'm like oh yeah Yeah, and so, and then because of that, and then, like, I would do, like, live streams where I would mm-hmm. watch, like, episodes on live streams mm-hmm. with, like, my followers and et cetera, and then mm-hmm. they were kind of like, why don't you react? And I was like, well, because YouTube is scary. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. YouTube is scary. I'm very blunt and very honest, and, mm-hmm. like, I try to be respectful 99% of the time, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like, I'm a very picky, harsh critic, and... Yeah you know again the internet community is just not very forgiving in regards to like strong opinions sometimes mm-hmm. and so I was kind of like eh, I don't know and so I talked with Alex for a couple of months kind of like bouncing off the idea of like you know I've been interested in it but at the same time I know it takes a lot of time and energy and like yeah. editing takes so much time and just things mm-hmm. like that and I was like I don't know if I have like the time to do all of this mm-hmm. and he was kind of like well like you know reacting to BLs is kind of fairly new on YouTube right now like still like it's enough where there's a lot of reactors but it's not to the point where there's like a it's like oversaturated oversaturated Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. also like and also you're like an Asian girl from the U.S. and there are no Asian reactors from Mm -hmm. the U.S. yeah he is like that's also a very good like thing for mm-hmm. you and I was kind of like oh yeah you're kind of right there because a lot of the Asian reactors are like from Asia versus right. like, well in the U.S. there really isn't much any because also in the U.S. BL isn't really mainstream yet mm-hmm. um, at that time so I kind of a little put a little video out there and I was like kind of questioning like you know how do y'all feel about this a lot of the fans were like yes we would love to subscribe and so I was kind of like okay well 
we're diving in and we'll kind of <laughs> see how it goes. And then that's kind of how the whole YouTube thing started. Right. And then from there, it just kind of like whirlwind because when I started YouTube, Game Boys was still airing. Mm. Right. And I started with Game Boys as mm. well. And so, and then basically, I think Gaia Sepulicola was my very first series that I actually completed on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And like that just blew my absolute mind. And so, yeah. mm-hmm. again, just very thankful for like my experience and everybody that I've met along the way. Mm-hmm. They've been very loving, very helpful. And, you know, just really, just really there when I need something. So that's, that's a little bit of the history. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds also, really thank exciting. Thank you to Taitawan. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Taitawan. <laughs> the one who started it all. <laughs> I actually couldn't finish season two of Tharden Type. And I loved the season one. I loved season one. I just couldn't deal with the whole plot of them not trusting each other after such a long time. It just put me completely out of it. It was so unrealistic for to me that I couldn't watch anything. I was upset at like the Uno reverse card mm-hmm. on their personalities and their mm-hmm. growth. Yeah. I was so upset over that. Never in my life, out of all of the series that I have reacted to, never in my life have I swore mm-hmm. or like gotten so irate. Yeah. Well, turn type season two. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is again hilarious because like I'm such a huge turn type fan. Yeah. So they were kind of like, oh my gosh, she's really mad. Yeah. <laughs> because like Tarn's character was, I was like, you're like a child. What, yeah. why? What's going yeah. on? Kind of a deal. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoy Type's character. I was like, yes, this is supposed to be the growth you have as an adult. And right. Type had that. And I felt like Tarn stayed stagnant in his college years. And I'm just kind of like, bro. This is not. We gotta. It. We gotta move on. <laughs> and then was it episode ten when they kidnapped Fiat? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that far. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> like, I remember seeing clips of that. <laughs> I was making such great character growth and development, and you know, and then that just like set him back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you do that to him when yeah. he was doing so good? like so so good you know so I was so upset yeah and like when they announced season two and they announced that the original production team and the director wasn't going to be doing season two Mm -hmm. I was kind of like (laughs) you know lord (laughs) yeah (laughs) like in my mind Pithy is a freaking god like he does such a great job with all the things he's worked on yeah 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 lovely writer like he's yeah and so I again I was like when he announced that D Hub House wasn't going to be producing it and, and such, You're I was like, like "Shit's oh, here." No, bring bring it down a little, like, <laughs> down a little bit, you know. And I was like, "Hopefully that Mew Golf chemistry comes through," you know. Yeah. <laughs> like that's honestly the only ride I have on it right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And um, like, and it was just kind of one of those things where you know because the storyline for Turn Type was just so problematic, mm-hmm. but then like the on screen version of it there had to be some toxicity to it because yeah. if it wasn't toxic, then they the, mm. the story wouldn't wouldn't have been able to progress. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a deal. Yeah. So it's kinda like as much as we hate those two, first two episodes, those first two episodes needed to happen. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like as horrible as it is, like without that though, then we wouldn't have gotten the character development that came after that. In right. right. And mm-hmm. so um and I, I know that like PT was very vocal about like cutting out useless scenes and mm-hmm. things like that which the new director with him being so young I felt like he 
didn't do that with yeah. Jersey. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, do I really have to watch Leo and Fia buy shoes for five minutes? Right. <laughs> oh my God. The way they drag scenes on sometimes. It's no, just. And, and, and like, I, I was like, why are we shooting this scene at this angle? where there is a freaking kitchen vent that blocks off the top, like, third of the screen. And just things like that, you yeah. know? Like, like, why do we have this? And, like, yeah. you know, I, I like, again, I'm a very critical person. Like, I do this for every series, but because, mm-hmm. again... It because was so special to you. Yeah. It was more critical than normal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I am that person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of people were very, like, oh, my gosh, you, you were really, really harsh. And I was like, well... <laughs> That's that's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, and I think it's honestly, I think that kind of thing is refreshing because mm-hmm. there are a lot of reactors. I think that sugarcoat their reactions to things, and this is mm-hmm. in reacting as a whole on YouTube. Like I see it in K-pop all Everything. the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like they have to sugarcoat the reaction to things to keep their audience happy because of course no one wants to see someone in their comments complaining about how you hated their faves comeback or their fave favorite series and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times we don't see people being as candid with their criticisms and negative That's opinions mm-hmm. so like I for one look for reactors that are like that I find it a lot more refreshing than the typical, oh, this is cute. Oh, they're making out now. Mm -hmm. Uh, That kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. Scenes are definitely steamy. Yeah. And like you appreciate them. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, is this third one necessary? (laughs) (laughs) How many times? (laughs) You know, and again, it was a drastic thing because like in Tarn Type season one, like everything was a buildup and had like oh there was a plot point right. for it mm-hmm. you know like it showed like their growth into like their, their relationship and you know the comfortability mm-hmm. and like type becoming less of type and becoming like a better version of himself right. yeah. well season two was just like hot scenes hot scenes hot scenes yeah. mm-hmm. we were yeah. kind of promoting it like it's going to be so spicy I legit was like I am very nervous yeah <laughs> I kind of don't like it when they focus too much on fan service. That's why, like, I loved Why Are You until they got, like, problems with yeah. filming because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just pure Three episodes of Spider and Tudor having sex Anytime at the Anytime someone tells me that Why Are You is their favorite BL series, I ask them one question, mm-hmm. and I, I love seeing their face when I ask them. I go, what was the plot? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and they go... Uh. <laughs> I'm like you just like it's fine. You can say it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you can say it's fine. But what was the plot? You know, we went on a little tangent. But what I was gonna say <laughs> earlier, that <laughs> all the time here. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why I like Don't Say No is because I don't know the story from season two of Thorn Type. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen so many people who are like, I hated. Fiat so much in Tarn Type too. Like it, it's hard for me to love him in this series because I guess his character feels a lot different for people in this series compared to Tarn Type Two. But yeah. like someone who didn't watch Tarn Type Two, I'm just like chilling. chilling <laughs> Fiat from the I was like, yeah, he's a little cutie. <laughs> like when you Leo Fiat in Tarn Type season two, it honestly became the Leo Fiat story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it really wasn't focused on Tarn Type. It, like there was way too much Leo Fiat, honestly, mm-hmm. in Tart Time Season 2. So I heard that you've 
done or been to fan meetings? Yes. 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 Actually, I am curious because that's... I've I have never... been to two fan meetings. Yeah? They're both Mew. Mm-hmm. What is it? When he... When he released his very first album, Season of You, he was doing like a golden raffle ticket where if you receive like kind of like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, mm, where right. you mm-hmm. receive a golden ticket in your in your album, then you were able to attend his like actual concert. Like he was having yeah, a cool. concert golden ticket winners can go and attend That's the cool. concert. But because of COVID, obviously right. borders mm-hmm. were closed. So the international fans who received tickets were kind of like SOL. We shit out of luck, honestly. And so it was really nice of Me Supersea Studio to basically be like for international fans. At first they were like, you can turn in your ticket for like a poster. And actually, I was a little salty because I was like, like, really? A poster? And got a whole ass free concert. You know? Yeah. We just get a poster, and I'm like, whatever. I'll take what I can get, like a signed poster. I'm like, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know? And at the same, but when they announced that, though, I actually haven't received my albums yet because when it's Thailand, it takes like a long time mm-hmm. over here. And so I received my albums. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think about when Season of You came out. It was, I want to say maybe it was like October, November it came out. Mm-hmm. And then I received my album, or maybe even earlier, I received my albums in the middle of December. Right. And I got my albums, I opened it, and then I realized that I was missing an album. Oh no. <laughs> I ordered and I was like, you know kind of a deal and it was which was really frustrating because the muse of a seats sketchers collaboration came out mm-hmm. and i got that or it was that was after the album and i got that order before i actually got like my season of you order <laughs> right. that, like, months before mm-hmm. so i was like frustrated so yeah mm-hmm. so i was like i had three albums when i ordered four but i was kind of like whatever i'll just email them that i i'm missing an album mm-hmm. and i also ordered like you know the keychains because mm-hmm. that's when he first initially released like his muse of a seat merch so like his t-shirts his hats and all of that so I, I got right. all of that too and so I opened up my my album and I found a golden ticket and right. I was like, oh shit they announced this like months ago that we're gonna right. poster. and I was like am I too late for this now and I'm like whatever I'll just check on Twitter to see if I'm like you know whatever I was basically trying to talk myself down right yeah I was Mm -hmm. disappointed that I couldn't get it that I'll be like I'll be fine I'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) and then I go on Twitter and then I see the Musa Pursuit Studio tweeted something like a day before I got my albums and they were like if you received a season of you golden ticket you can sign up to have like a video call they posted that like two weeks before Oh, shit. So I checked it and I was like shit that was like two weeks ago did I miss this deadline too right. I was like you know I was like oh. again talking myself down like it's okay yeah. you know it's okay and so I like sent everything to my friends and I'm like what do you think in regards to this do you think that I got it and they're like I don't know why don't you just click on the link and fill in the info and see what happens <laughs> you're <laughs> like yeah that makes sense <laughs> You know, there's no harm. If the link is still working, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the link, filled in all the info, filled in the code, and then I sent it in. And then I got a confirmation email back and it's like, congratulations, you signed up to like, you know, have the one-on-one video call with me. And I was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I like, I started like, cr- 
crying and then Aww. I FaceTime my friends and I was like it came through like email confirmation that I'm gonna meet Mew you know Insane. and they were like no and I'm like yeah and like, <laughs> like my, my alts in the Tybeal world and so I, I was sending them videos and the video that I posted on TikTok was actually one of the videos that I sent to my friends because like mm-hmm the end of last year was super, super hard. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to go to um, a funeral. Right. So, like right at the beginning of December there. And just because of like the pandemic and everything in general, mm-hmm. like things right. are finally mm-hmm. starting to like add up. On top of that, I've been posting TikToks for like eight months straight without like a break. And it was just like mentally exhausting and draining. Yeah. And then having to deal with a funeral and having a funeral procession during COVID was just so out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that you thought you would never experience and then you do experience Mm -hmm. it so it was just really rough and so like everything just kind of bundled up together and then the tears just all came so I was like bawling yeah and so Mm -hmm. then I had those videos that I sent to my friend she sent them back to me and she was like are you gonna tell anybody and I was like oh shit yeah I should probably announce (laughs) (laughs) it so then I posted it on TikTok and then it went like you know, viral and like everybody was like, oh my gosh, like, and then I'm not a really good Twitter user. I try, but I often forget that I have a Twitter and also I don't know how to use Twitter. I feel like (laughs) people really want to know my random ass thoughts that I have. (laughs) Like I don't tweet a lot. And so I actually found out that someone found my video on TikTok and they threw it on Twitter oh mm-hmm. and did so, it go like, viral on there too twitter went viral as well. <laughs> someone one of my moots like saw it and she was like paris your video and i was like oh my god and at that time i saw it it was like fifteen thousand views already and wow. i was like, wow i was like oh shit and <laughs> <laughs> you're having a breakdown over your yeah. fave and you go viral on the internet <laughs> yeah basically you know so i was just like oh my god this is happening and so since they tagged me they were like oh my and so the original poster she saw the tag and then she messaged me and she's like I didn't know you had a Twitter I'm like she's like she apologized for posting my tw- my video on Twitter without mm-hmm. like consenting etc and I'm like that's totally fine mm-hmm. um, whatever. Yeah. and um and so um so she like kind of tweeted underneath it and she's like yeah what the mong is kind of you know the the owner of the video and etc and so like I was just like reading through all of the comments and things like that and like there was a huge amount of people that were like congratulations ones who knew me and knew that I'm like a completely obsessed with this man were like yeah. this was like fate and meant to be mm-hmm. and then for the ones who had no idea they were like why is this girl crying <laughs> <laughs> and so like that was like the whole process and it was so that happened in like mid-December and then at that time what is it the video call was near at the end of December so it was Mm -hmm. right after Christmas but right before New Year's Mm -hmm. and I (laughs) that day was the most hectic day of my entire life I had to go get my hair done and so I had to drive an hour to go get my hair done at my friend's place and then I drove back and then I come back to see that my bedroom was completely disheveled and in a disarray (gasps) as my beautiful lover decided to rearrange her bedroom and I was oh no I'm like I have to meet the man of my like the love of my life on video call in like an hour and now I have to like I can't get ready because I have to like clean up this mess because he's gonna see me back in my room you know <laughs> so then I like haul ass clean my bedroom I get ready and then I'm like don't bother me I'm gonna talk to him like leave me. <laughs> you know? 
you don't exist for this period of time. Like, right now, you're nothing. It's um, and so basically they held a video call on Zoom and it was their very first video call. So everything was very much like trial and error. Mm-hmm. They sent mm-hmm. you like an email prior basically saying like, this is the Zoom link for you, go, for you to go into like the general chat. And then mm-hmm. the second link is your private video link that you'll have. And they mm-hmm. also gave you like a number queue. So they're like numbers one through five will go at this estimated time and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What they didn't expect was that that private video chat link that they sent in the email didn't work. Oh no. So, uh, basically that caused absolutely amount of chaos. And yeah. because Zoom isn't like, like a normal like messaging system, mm-hmm. right? you privately message someone, it comes to separate chat. Zoom's not like that. It fills yeah. into the main chat, but only right. you can get it. And so New Substitute Studios plan was, <laughs> was they were going to send you your link in the Zoom chat without realizing that it doesn't go into a separate chat and it just gets flooded in with like everybody else. And like, right. there's like hundreds yeah, of people spamming it yeah. in full confusion of like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and so I, I was supposed to be number like 15. Yeah, I was supposed to be like within the first like, quarter hour like you know whatever that wasn't the case because they weren't calling numbers and because the links weren't working like they'll be like make sure to like click on your link to go in your private chat and then like people would go and then the link wasn't working and right. so and so because of that they kind of just did a free-for-all they were basically right. like we sent you your link in, in the chat just click on the link and basically at that time if you received your link you just clicked it if you didn't then you were kind of like eh, kind of a deal so I spent two hours and noted that it was, oh, what was it? It was, it was like 10 a.m. for them, which is like 9 p.m. Mm, yeah. Mm. So like, I didn't get to see him until like almost midnight. Wow. Right. Return until almost midnight, even though I was supposed to be like number 15. <laughs> and so, and then the only reason why I got my video link was I actually had a hop on a Twitter. And so I, I messaged another girl who I who I saw that she won a golden ticket too. And I was like, do you have any idea what's happening? And she was like, no. And I was like, great, we're bullshit out of luck. <laughs> so then I like messaged Muse Studio on Twitter and I'm like, hi, I am in this video call right now. I don't have my link. None of the links are working. The group chat is flooded. So I cannot scroll through the hundreds of messages of people. And I sat there and waited. And like 10 minutes later, they're like, oh yeah. They sent me the link to the Zoom. And I'm like, awesome. And then like, I clicked on it and I just kind of sat there and waited. And like, when we were in the waiting room, they were telling us that like, we shouldn't record, we can't record mm. and things like that. And I was like, I'm going to follow the rules because I don't want to get blacklisted because I want to meet this man in person. And I'm not cutting no chances <laughs> of not meeting him in person. You know, like I would be pissed if I got blacklisted because I recorded. Right. When yeah. I was to a person that like you recorded when you weren't supposed to black and mm-hmm. I'm like you know so I was like taking no chances none mm-hmm. zero none mm-hmm. and so like it was my turn and I went in and I did not cry I was- <laughs> wow <laughs> not cry I actually had like a full-blown like actual conversation with him nice. <laughs> and like the, the thing that kind of sucked about it is we only had two minutes with him mm-hmm. and like the first 30 seconds is him asking for your name so that mm-hmm. way he can write it out on a whiteboard to make sure that he spelled it correctly. And then that was put on to sign the poster. So yeah. but the, the first 30 seconds is like that. And then 
basically I, we just kind of started talking and I was telling him about like how I'm a really, really huge fan of him. And, and like, I am a TikToker and I make a lot of TikToks in regards to like Tybl and mm-hmm. that like a lot of my content is based around him. <laughs> as a person. And he was like, me? Like you make, me? and I'm like, yeah. And so I asked him if I can show him one of the TikToks that I made. And he was like, yeah, I would love to see it. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I show him this TikTok. Let me pull it up here. There was a trend on TikTok at that time. It was the song My Boo with Usher. Mm, Yeah. Um, that song, I know that one basically kind of like you would film yourself and you would transition to your boo being like your whoever it could be like a fictional character an actor whatever and so of course mine is mute because I was that person so this was a TikTok so Aww. I have like I just I have way too many photos and videos of that man so it was really easy for me <laughs> yeah so I like showed him the TikTok and he was like that was that looks so real and I'm like yeah a lot of people thought it was real too and they thought I was having dinner with you <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and he's like oh really and I'm like yeah they were kind of upset that I didn't tell anybody that I was having dinner and he was like he like laughed at my TikTok and I was like oh my god I didn't need to see laugh like oh yeah and so like he was like and so like time was up the the little dinger thing was going off so we said our Mm -hmm. goodbyes and I sat there for like two minutes and I was like I made news up a seat laugh I showed him my TikTok that I made of him and I was like so happy (laughs) believe whatever and then they said that they'll like mail us our signed posters later which I have up here Oh, that's so cool. It's the very first, from the very first fan meet. And then the second one here is from the second fan meet that I had with him. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And so a couple of months after that, I did a little series on TikTok about like, everybody was asking me like, oh, how did it go? How did it go? So like told them about the process, told them Mm -hmm. that like the waiting time was chaotic as hell. And it was just like, you were so stressed out that like when you finally got to meet Mew, it was kind of like a blur. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you were kind of like, well, you were happy at the end of it because you met Mew, but like the waiting process was just so stressful in like, yeah. direction. There was no information going on. So it was just like, you know, like hopefully for, it was their first one, which is understandable. And we're yeah. just kind of like for any future ones, hopefully they learn from their mistakes and they'll do better the second time around. And then a couple of months went by and then they posted online again. They're like, hey, for those who missed the very first like video fan meet, you have an option again to attend the second one. <laughs> and I sat here and I was like, I actually got a second golden ticket. Oh, <laughs> so like, oh my God. I thought that I was going to okay. keep this like, memorabilia, but like mm-hmm. now I can actually use it. And I was like freaking out. And I was like, oh my God, like. I'm going to meet him again, signed up, got the confirmation. I was like, this is exciting y'all. I'm going to meet him again. And I was kind of like, should I re-dye my hair? So that way it looks like how he met me the first time. So (laughs) he like recognized me and things like that. And I was like, honestly, I was just kind of like, I don't know what the heck to talk to him about. Like, I don't know what to do. 
And not only that too, like they finally sent us all the information for the second video call, like 24 hours before the video call, Mm. which was like 11 p.m. at night for me. (laughs) So I'm ready for bed. The email comes through and And then you're like, here are the links. (laughs) I was like, got up. <laughs> my face, <laughs> put on a face mask, and I was like, I, I filmed a TikTok. I'm like, getting ready 24 hours before, you know, like skin prepping because you're gonna meet the god again. And you gotta like not. <laughs> so the second time around, it was it went by so much smoother, so mm. so much smoother. It was so much fun, and like when we were in the general like waiting area, and they were like trying to hype us up and everything. Muse manager was kind of like, "Oh, I'm gonna talk to you guys. Like, where are you guys all from?" And like, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. And like, he was like, "Oh, people from here and from here." And he's like, "Who else are we missing?" And I like type in the chat, and I'm like, "Oh, US." And he's like, "This username looks really familiar. This name looks really familiar." And I was, I didn't think he was talking to me, and he yeah. was like. Paris, can you please wave at the camera? And I'm guessing he's like flipping through the screens to find me. And then he goes, oh, I remember you. And I'm like, oh. You're just trying to pull my leg here. I'm like, whatever, you're a liar. You know, and he was like, I remember you from the last time. And I was like freaking out. I was like, mm-hmm. remembers me? <laughs> like, I was kind of like, okay, like, you know. Mm-hmm. rub my shoulder a little bit like <laughs> and so like the waiting process was so much easier everything went so much smoother the links actually worked that they said <laughs> like it was flawless the second time around and right. then the second time around I actually recorded it because all of the people who recorded it first time they didn't have any repercussions so I'm like screw right. it like yeah I'm doing it <laughs> yeah. so I like went through it and everything and he, the very first thing Mew says is he says, hi. And then he goes, oh, wait, I remember you. And, I was, oh. <laughs> and he's like, you're from the U.S., right? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> he does remember me. And he's like, yeah, you showed me the video. And I was like, oh, my God. That's so cute. Yeah, you're on TikTok. And I'm like, this, is this a sign that he, he has seen my TikToks? I'm like, oh, freaking great. Like, quite embarrassing on TikTok. <laughs> So I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I was like, this is, this is not happening. He said, he remembers me. And so he like, makes sure that I didn't get the same poster as the very first meet and like that. And then he also was like, oh yeah, I like your name. Your name is so cute. And I was like, (laughs) the borders are closed. (laughs) Like, this is temptation like the borders mm-hmm. are closed like what is this you know yeah and so he was like basically he was being very very sweet and mm-hmm. I had my new golf standy I actually have a life-size new golf stand <laughs> I love it <laughs> I had it seated behind me and he was mm-hmm. like oh yeah what what's that before I start that story I should say that I was super excited that he remembered me yeah I started like talking really really fast mm-hmm. like, yeah me- I just go off and he yeah. was like can you please speak slower oh <laughs> I like got him flustered and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry because I was like oh god you're army he was like yeah so he asked me about my what was behind me and I was like oh yeah for my birthday 
I actually made myself a new golf standee and it's life size. So I know exactly how, where I, you know, where I reach. Oh, <laughs> I was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I was like, oh boy, this is great. And I'm like, I'm like, he watches my TikToks and he remembers me. And now he also knows I have a life size. <laughs> he knows everything he needs to know. <laughs> and so like, again, I was like, you know, it was so amazing to meet you huge fan and I was like all of my tiktokers like followers they also say hi to they were really ecstatic for me to like meet you again and such like that and like and so I just kind of like wished him to have like a great year basically to keep pursuing the things that he loves he was very he was he's so like he's such a nice person to talk to mm-hmm. Like after you get over the initial like freak out of like oh my god it's Musa Pasi yeah <laughs> yeah have a conversation with him he's actually he he holds a conversation like very very yeah well. yeah and like if you don't start some saying something he'll like jump in and he'll ask something like he'll make yeah. sure you're that's so nice so mm-hmm. he he's really so. really good with that mm-hmm. and so and then like we said our goodbyes I got off and then I had the video and everything and I was like Mew says he remembers me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, That's this is awesome. going to be the biggest flex of my entire life. Like, nice. I'm mm-hmm. And I'm like, you won't notice me on Instagram or anything. But he says he remembers me. And I'm like, that's all I do. And he said your name is cute. <laughs> I know that's like your, your, your handle, like your Twitter display name and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, he said Paris is a cute name. So I was like. It's yeah. a win. Literally, like, it was the biggest, like, win of my life. Like, mm-hmm. just freaking out about it. And then I saw that they were doing, they were still doing, like, video meets as well for season of you for like the other people who couldn't make the second one so I think they were on like video call three wow and then they were also they also redid the same thing again for Nana as well so Nana also had the whole golden ticket thing I wasn't quite sure how that one went but Mm -hmm. I know that for the season of you the third video call they had to postpone it because of COVID Mm. we eventually got it but they did have to postpone it because of COVID as well mm. but I know that he has a couple more video calls that he is kind of awesome. having to go through cool. and I'm sitting mm-hmm. here like well waiting for my Nana album to come. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see if I get my golden ticket <laughs> yeah. you know next like... level has to be like going to Thailand and actually <laughs> meeting him literally literally mm-hmm. like I <laughs> you know, so I was just kind of like wait I'm like waiting for that like physical concert because I told him mm-hmm. and I'm like can't wait for the borders to open up so we can like you know see each other and he's like yeah I'm like, pulling on my leg and you need to stop lying to my face because I <laughs> <laughs> he's feeding the, the Delulu <laughs> <laughs> like I always say you could be delusional but we have to be respectful at the same yes. time yes, exactly. yeah well this has been so much fun we're nearing two hours so oh we God. should probably wow. <laughs> it went by so fast it, it went really by really fast <laughs> oh gosh that's insane yeah thank you so much for joining us Paris it's been an absolute so pleasure <laughs> yeah thank you for having me I was really really excited when I got the message I was like oh my gosh and then I I literally was kind of like I need to go look so of course I went like snooping already <laughs> And I was like, I was going through your like list of like all like, your video titles. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they have really good discussion pieces. Yeah, there. Yes. A lot of Thank you. That people don't want to talk about because mm-hmm. they want to remain in the good standing of fans. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like they address and they talk about things that need to be talked about. Talked about. And I was like, oh, I am excited. So I started from the bottom and then I worked my way up <laughs> and, I up and I listened to everything. So I was like, wow. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like watching our first episodes, I recently had to do it to make highlights out of it. And it, I, I'm, I'm cringing so bad. <laughs> We've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, we that much. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I, I do the same thing with my TikTok. So I'll be like, oh my God. Like, what happened? Who was like, I? <laughs> it's a good thing. It means we're evolving. It's <laughs> a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone should, who is listening, should go and check out Paris's um, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, yes. maybe even Twitter. <laughs> We will drop everything in the description as we always do. So yes, give her a follow will. everywhere. Thank you so much for having me. Was, it was so much fun. This was honestly like two hours, really? This is great. It's like, why is my lighting getting so weird? It's like it's getting dark out. That's why. It's almost midnight here. <laughs> so much. It's good. So for everyone else listening, make sure to like the video and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're on any podcasting platform, leave a review and check out our social media and our Patreon for exclusive content and our Discord, which is very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you again next week. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com
Thank you again, Paris. Bye. Thank you, Paris. <laughs>